I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. So two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. On the Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it and it fucking pisses me off this isn't our fucking neighborhood it's a battlefield
What's up, family? How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Eagles Nest. It's your boy, John Fastcroft, and with me, as always, is Brother Akila. How are you, man? I'm very well. John, racial greetings, chat, racial greetings to you. Let's Hell go. Yeah. Good to have you here tonight. And also joining us tonight is Brother White Tuber. How are you, Bubba? Good I'm to doing have very you, well, man. sir. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. It's a good show tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. We're really going to we're gonna talk about some interesting shit, some shit we've been meaning to talk about for, I've been meaning to talk about for a while. We're going to get into the Pizzagate shit. We're going to go back to the uh, ideological underpinnings of this pedal shit, too, before we get into Pizzagate. So this might be a long one tonight, guys. A lot of information coming your way, but uh, it's shit that needs to get out there. Uh, it's shit that needs to get out there because not a lot of people talk about it, right? It, it gets uh, brought up and dismissed as kookery. And then it, and then it, that's it, right? It goes away. Uh, but we're gonna get real into it tonight. We're gonna get deep into it tonight. Before we get into it, man, let's say what's up to the family. What's up, family? How are y'all doing? Rock. What's up, Bubba? Carbon Fiber. What's up, fam? Jew Namath. What's up, Bub? Lady Mulenor. What's up, sis? How are you doing? Uh, all I'm saying. What's up, bro? How are you? Um, let's see. What's for? Oh my goodness gracious! Fourteen sacred words. How are you, brother? Uh, if you have some time and you'd like to get on and talk with us tonight, you're always welcome, brother. We're going to be talking about Aquino, uh, Sabotage Zevi, and uh, the problem with the uh, ritual abuse of children uh, throughout history and now in this country. Uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting one for sure. It's good to see you, man. I hope all is well with you. Uh, can't wait to hear some new music from you, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Enoch. What's up? Were you no, just fuck this shout out to the man. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Enoch Mosley, what's up, Bub? Gibbs Banan, what's up, Bubba? Uh, hail to you. Uh, <laughs> you're a fag. What's up? Hail. <laughs> no go. What's up? Uh, Brandon the Great, Chimp Blaster, what's up, family? Chimp Blaster, thank you very much. He said they just extended the eviction moratorium out here in. Cali to June 2023. None of these niggers and beaners will pay rent. The collapse is rapidly approaching. Yeah, and I welcome that. Uh, uh, let it all fucking burn, brother. But yeah, you know, the... um, I'll talk about that in a minute. Let me finish saying what's up there, buddy. I'm going to get back to that. Uh, but I don't want to get too far... Uh, too far into it before we say hello to everybody. Uh, Mr. White, too, we thank you very much. He says, for the fire clip off. And uh, thank you very much. <laughs> and we're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that actually gets us back to the top. Uh, Rock. Flint Iron Stag. What's up, Bob? Yeah, it gets us to, to the top. Mike Taylor. Hail to you, brother. Thank you very much. Is that what that says? Damn, I'm sorry for saying that. If that's, well, I guess it's your name on in the chat, so it doesn't matter that much. Thank you very much, brother. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Full Fingers. What's up? Tipsy. What's up, brother? Uh... No, Tipsy, listen, uh, he says, still rocking the big cans. I am also disappointed. Uh, all of this shit down here, I got the shit. I bought this fucking thing to fucking do the uh, Bluetooth shit, and uh, they don't fucking work. The audio's all choppy. The Bluetooth drops out. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I'm working on it. Hopefully, so I got the new PC ordered. It should be here by next Friday. All the pieces should be here by next Friday. So I think that's going to have Bluetooth on it so I can just run my shit through the the, the new PC, and then it will be good. So, yeah. Either that or I'm going to have to get some, uh, some like, corded, like, buds. But I don't really want to do that. I just want to go wireless. Do it. Thank you very much, fam. Full Fingers, what's up, brother? Nigger hating Dave, what's up, Bubba? NASA, what's up, fam? Uh, 2022 and Bluetooth still sucks. Yes. 
Yes, especially this janky ass shit I got from Amazon as well. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, make them say, oy vey, accelerate, amen. Uh, it's accelerating it's on its own, brother. It's accelerating on its own. All we need to be doing is getting ready. Uh, the wheels are off the bus, right? There's no stopping this train. The brakes are broken, and it's on full <laughs> It's on full tilt. Uh, we just need to be getting ready. Uh, what up, MGC? How you doing, brother? Uncle Anon, what's up, fam? Uh, Abe Froman, what's up, brother? Hail to you. All right, Jack Dark, what's up, brother? Let's get over here to Shing and say what's up to Shing and get on into this. Uh, CC Francis, what's up, fam? Brandon the Great, Bayou Bear. Uh, who else we got? Andel, what's up, brother? Uh, Andel Shanter says that painting was made in 2020. I don't know when that uh, painting was made of St. Simon of Trent. I know there are famous ones. That might be a remake of it, like a retouching of it or some shit like that. But uh, what's up, Shing family? How are y'all doing? Thank y'all very much for being here. All right, uh, I think we got one more. Donation while we were waiting there. Mike Taylor. Is that who we, did we get? Did we get them all? Uh, Abe Froman. Thank you very much, brother. <clears throat> DeWitt, Mike, Tuber, Chimp Blaster. Thank you all very much for the donation so far. All right. Fuck, fellas. That was a fucking long, a long little thing there. So <laughs> Tuber uh, actually is kind of the inspiration for tonight's show because he had sent uh, some. He had sent some clips into our, one of our prep chat things, and I seen the Pizzagate shit. And we always kind of bring it up here and there, right? We always kind of touch on it here and there and, and just kind of gloss past it. But uh, it's one of those things that, uh, very similar to 9-11, it's one of those things that has very, very true and, and fucking, uh, like, fucking bone-chilling uh, underpinnings, but is diluted, right, muddied up. By weird Jewish lies, right? So they take something that is a real problem and they throw all of this convoluted bullshit into it to make uh, to make anybody who talks about it sound like a fucking lunatic. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. What's up, Garen Bear? Uh, so, yeah, man. What we're going to be talking about tonight is... The Pizzagate shit, right? And Pizzagate is like a misnomer. It's like, uh, it's one of those things. Pizzagate has now become one of these terms that you can throw at something, right? Uh, just to, to dismiss it, right? Like, uh, if you talk about dietary issues in, in, uh, the, in modern times, people call you a seed oil sales, right? They, they throw seed oil shit at you to try to dismiss the actual concerns that there are around the actual modern diet, right? All the high fructose corn syrup, sugars, uh, dirty fats that we eat, and all of this shit, right? Uh, you start talking about that, somebody's like, oh yeah, seed oils are a fucking huge issue, right? To try to fucking make you sound like an asshole. But uh, it's just another one of those things that have been thrown out there to kind of distract from the real fucking problem. And the problem, or not the problem, but the... What's going on with the child abuse and shit is, is something that uh, has always going on. That's why we showed St. Simon of Trent at the very beginning of this, right? That's why I showed that, because it is something uh, as old as time. Jews have been up to this shit for um, as long as history has been recorded, right? Uh, we've known about the blood and the matzah, the, the child sacrifices, and all of this stuff comes from a guy named Sabbatai Zevi. He was uh, a Jewish man that uh, started calling himself the Messiah. Let's get down here to the big TV. There's a picture of him right there. Let me get these notes pulled up here. So <clears throat> he was 
a Jewish guy that started calling himself the Messiah uh, was born in Turkey around 16. I'm sorry, was born in Turkey in 1626 uh, and was named after the planet Saturn. If you remember, that's why Jews wear the, I think it's called a taglit, that little black square box on their head, and they wrap their arms and all that shit because it was originally most of the Semitic uh, races started out, their religion started out as Saturn cults, right? Uh, Jews especially. Um, and that's why you see them with the black box on their head uh, and so on and so forth, right? They're Saturn worshipers, uh, chaos energy. Uh, so Sabbatai Zevi was named for the planet Saturn. Uh, he excelled as a Kabbalist and became a mystic by the age of 22 and just declared himself the Messiah uh, predicted in the Zohar. Now, you guys remember we've talked about the Zohar quite a bit and some of the... Uh, imagery that you see associated with like what people will call the illuminati and shit like that uh this is all just jewish mysticism uh symbolism right this is all kabbalistic symbolism like the um the all-seeing eye that you're all it's always passed off as this masonic thing is really just a representation of keter which is uh the crown of the zohar right uh and there's a whole lore behind that as well but uh, in 1658, he, be- he declared himself wed to the Torah in a, perfect se- uh, in a public ceremony uh, that drew the attention of gifted alchemist and orator Abraham Yakini. Yakini uh, asked Zevi to visit him at his home, told him he had an important scripture that they had to read together in private. Uh, and you got to remember, this is bef- after he had already declared himself the Messiah, right? So this other Jewish mystic that was real famous, uh, he'd already made his own fame, right, as being a mystic, gets a hold of him, and, and they and they read this uh, Jew shit together. It's a, a scripture. Uh, Zevi joined Yakini on the floor of his table. Yakini unrolled the scroll and introduced the great wisdom of Solomon, written in an archaic language that only few knew. The words Abraham spoke, or, or, I'm sorry. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, these are the words Abraham spoke of what's to come. I assure you, Zevi, I have seen many things written and come true. Zevi nodded in reverence as he basked in the privileged witness. Yaki began in, a firm, in the firm voice of, of a magician. A son will be born in the year 5386, and that translates to 1626. Uh Somehow, I don't know, it's just what it says in the notes here. To Mordecai Zebi, which was uh, Sabbatai Zebi's father. Uh, his name will be Sabbatai, uh, and he will humble the great dragon. He will be the true Messiah that will sit upon the throne of God. Uh, Yaki watched as, uh, basically, as, as Sabbatai Zebi soaked it up, and this all became, uh, it's all played into his delusions, right? So him and this guy went on, and he ends up meeting this guy, Nathaniel, later, that actually helps him gain notoriety with with the Jewish people, right? At one point in time, over half of the Jewish people in the world followed Sabbateanism. Uh, he would do things to disgrace God, right? Like you know, he would go in front of a co- uh, in front of huge crowds and like say the sacred name of God, right? Which was blasphemy to the Jews back then. Uh, it's just Sabbatean Frankism you're talking about, right? Right. Well, right before. now we haven't got into the Frankism part, oh. right? So. So okay. it's Sabbatean Frankism is two different guys, right? That's why I want to do this. I'm trying to get through it real quick because it lays a no, foundation. No, take your time. You're doing yeah. A plus tonight, buddy. Yeah, it you're lays a found, Yeah, it lays a foundation for for what we're going to talk about in the latter half, right? It lets people realize that this isn't 
kookery, right? This isn't a satanic panic, right? This isn't just something right. that Christians dreamed up to shit on fucking rock music, right? That's not what's going on here. This is an age-old issue started by Jews. Uh, so, Sabbatai Zevi's uh, whole thing was to be a sinful messiah, right? He wanted to um, break the taboos of the Torah. It says the Torah had 16... 613 commandments and savvy and sabotage Zevi would say all of them blocked one's divine flow. This pushed savvy into higher states of depravity and Constantinople. He convinced a husband to mount his wife on a tavern table while everyone watched over the years. This act would devolve into ritual urination performed by Zebi. So he would go into this is a Jewish guy who declared himself the, the Messiah. Right. Uh, later on down the line. He was called the sinful Messiah, right? That is what historians have looked back and called him the sinful Messiah. At this time, he was breaking these taboos. Like he said here, he says, the commandments of the Torah block your divine flow. The idea here was to create the most egregious and depraved sins in order to beg for forgiveness to become closer to God, right? The idea was the more you sin, the more depraved you became, the more chance you had to interact with God and become close to him, right? Uh, so that was the idea behind this. Um, Didn't they accuse Koresh of doing that? David I, I Koresh? actually don't. I actually don't know, brother. But that remember that they very, were saying he he said he was a messiah and he had to sin to like be he was Jesus coming back and he had to sin and experience sin. It's like exactly what you were wow. saying. They accused Koresh of that. I did not know that about yeah. Koresh. Wicked. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Well, you'll start to see once we get on it, once we get through after, once we get through the Jacob Frank shit, you'll start to see how this picks up, right? Uh, because it bleeds into the Catholic Church, and then it kind of it kind of fades out into there, and then it comes back with uh, you know Alistair Crowley, then Anton Lavey, and then guys like Michael Aquino, and it just continues on, right? There's a, there's almost a, a a direct line, right, from this fucking demon right here. All the way up to the Presidio child abuse scandal. Uh, so yeah, that was the idea. Zevi uh, said that the commandments of the Torah blocked your divine flow, so you had to commit acts of depravity. Uh, so he would go out to these taverns and, and public places, and he would uh, convince guys to like fuck their wives in public in front of everybody, and then he would start pissing on them, and then this devolved into like having huge fucking orgies. Where he would walk around pissing on people. Uh, so, and he, he just, that's what he would do, right? He would go around in public and just do the most depraved shit possible. Uh, yeah, so uh, after two years in Cairo, he met, this is this is the guy who uh, got all of the, most of the Jews to follow him right here. This guy, Nathan of Gaza. So after two years in Cairo, he met Nathan of Gaza, a Jewish, Jewish mystic, who was known for his sacred visions of Ezekiel's chariot during a week-long fast. Nathan of Gaza also believed he was the Messiah. Nathan of Gaza gave Zevi a new prophecy. The Messiah, Zevi, would lead the ten lost tribes back into the Holy Land, riding on a lion with a seven-headed dragon in his jaws. On September 16, 1666, Zevi was given audience with the Sultan. Zevi demanded Jerusalem on behalf of his people, and the sultan answered Zevi with two choices. Zevi could either suffer a volley of arrows and let God protect him, or he could convert to Islam. Zevi chose to convert to Islam and live. This was the birth of the first crypto-Jew. Zevi and his followers 
told the Sultan that they were converting to Islam. And uh, on the face of things, their forward-facing appearance, they did convert to Islam. But behind the scenes, they continued to practice this satanic form uh, of... Ju- well, all Judaism is satanic, right? But they started to perform... They continued to practice uh, Sabbatean's form of depraved uh, ritual, right? And this is uh, what gave birth to what's called the Donme uh, Muslims. The Donme Muslims are still a major population in uh turkey right you gotta remember over half of the world's jews followed sabbatai zevi uh over one million of his followers saw him as an archetype of god uh so um here's one of his uh quotes here's one of the quotes from sabbatai zevi is blessed is blessed is he whom who permits the forbidden um uh, the qu- his quest for liberation was shutting down one impulse to, to, to recoil, right? Um, he was trying to break the taboos and break your disgust react to the most profane um, acts, right? He, his idea was the, the more disgusting and, and fucking egregious and fucking profane things you could stomach, the more elevated you were. Right, like if you could sit there and watch some old dude butt fuck his wife while sabotage heavy pissed on him, and it didn't bother you, you were enlightened. Right? Does that make sense? This is this was the idea this sick fuck had. Uh, so, um, so not long after this, I forget exactly what the year was. I thought I had it written down here, but I don't. But not long after uh, the thing with Gaza, the guy with with the meeting, the meeting with Nathan of Gaza, and then the meeting with the the um, Sultan, the Turkish Sultan, uh, he died like just ten years or so after that. Not very long after that. And uh, but the Donme Muslims were already an established uh, group, right? So his teachings continued through them right and that's where it gets us to fucking jacob frank right uh jacob frank his parents were sabbatean frankist um let me get this over here i have a picture of this motherfucker too let me find him there he is no pictures of sabotage evier uh, there well back then there are, yeah I had one up on the screen shit I haven't been sharing the screen with you guys I'm sorry I've just been running my fucking mouth uh yeah but there's no actual pictures pictures right paintings there, or whatever, yeah. yeah paintings because it's from so fucking long ago yeah because it's from so long ago yeah uh, let me get this shit pulled up well, there we go so that's Jacob Wait. Frank right there uh, wow fucking kike look at that yeah. Yeah. wow. What? Oh, fuck. That's like talk about disgusting. I was trying to eliminate my disgust response. I got a fucking disgust response to that. So before we get on into uh, some of uh, Jacob Frank's history, here are some quotes from uh, Jacob Frank. To ascend, one must one must first descend. No man can climb the mountain until he has first descended into its foot. Therefore, we must descend and be cast down to the bottom rung, for only then can we climb to the infinite. No region of the human soul can remain untouched by this, by this struggle. Uh, here's another one. He says, I do not come into this world to lift you up, but rather to cast you down to the bottom of the abyss. To descend into the abyss requires not only the rejection of all religious, religions and conventions, but also the commission of strange acts. 
And this in turn demands the voluntary abasement of one's own sense of self so that liberation and the achievement of that state of utter shamelessness which leads to the tikkun of the soul are one and the same thing. Wow. Yeah, these are these are direct quotes from uh, Jacob Frank, right? Uh, so Sabbatai Zevi's dead. I think he was dead for like uh, 200 years before Jacob Frank comes around. We'll get the dates exactly right here. Uh, so yeah, Jacob Frank was born in 1726 and uh, Sabbatai Zevi died somewhere around... Uh, 1676 somewhere in there so 40 years yeah so not much longer after that um and his parents jacob frank's parents were sabatian frankis so uh here we go um jacob frank uh born in 1726 uh died in 1971 as a polish Kabbalist rabbi who claimed to be the messiah led thousands of followers to convert to catholicism and much like sabatai zevi uh, falsely convert, who falsely converted to Islam. Oh, he's just saying the way Zevi converted to Islam, he converted to Catholicism. Wow. Uh, yeah. Where's that fucking thing I had here? The subversion is so deep. Yeah. So I want to talk about this this one thing. We're just gonna talk about a couple of the fucking. Uh, I guess this thing isn't working now. Ah, oh, Harris isn't gonna let me do it because I'm not subscribed. Anyway, so in this right here, in this... Uh, Use 12-foot ladder. I, I, got, I basically got it all in memory, what I want to talk about here. Uh, so basically, Jacob Frank picked up the uh, mantle where Sabatai Zebi left off. His parents were Sabatai and Frankist, and he took over the mantle and declared himself the Messiah, right? Uh, and he would, go, like, he would go around and he would do these extremely fucking disgusting... Uh, rituals, right? There was one where he kidnapped a rabbi. He kidnapped the rabbi in this town's, uh, I think it was a town in Poland, kidnapped the rabbi's wife, uh, took her into this like a uh, building <clears throat> with a group of guys, and they made a crown out of uh, pages of the Torah and ripped her clothes off of her and stripped that crown on her and like fucking defecated on her and raped her and did all kinds of weird fucked up shit to her. So these are the kinds of people that led into modern day satanism right uh to to commit acts of depravity to reach an enlightened state they are the the fathers of modern satanism um alistair crowley himself uh praised jacob frank and that is uh jacob frank i can't remember the guy's name here let me find it right now jacob frank was the inspiration for this book here uh on this Let's see right here. Ah, oh, what is it? I can't. It's like on this day I bring the spring or some shit like that. But it's quoted as being the uh, basically the manual for modern New Age um, religion. I'm trying to find the link to this thing. I had it up here. It's not in my notes now. Fucking of course. The it's crazy like how much what their philosophy. Um, sounds like uh, is similar to what the system wants for us. No, right? Tries to expose you to the most fucked up shit you can be, and tells you that there's incentives like in, like some sort of enlightenment or some bullshit. 
<clears throat> yeah, so this is the guy who come after. I've got him up here on the screen now. I found it. This is the guy who who was inspired by uh, Sabotage Zevi and um, Jacob Frank. He wrote this book right here. It's called I Came This Day to the Spring. Excuse me. A Book to Shock and Amaze. This is known as the precursor to all New Age religion. Uh, this In this book, he talks about God basically being a tranny. Right, being both divine, uh, feminine, and masculine in one. Right, being a tranny and bringing together the sexes again. Right, that is why they are so big on uh, uh, tranny shit. Right, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sexual dimorphism. Right, the, where the, where the right. sexes look alike. Right, you know what I'm talking right. about. I don't know the actual term here. Where the sexes yeah. look. No, very that's similar. the right one. Right? Yeah, that, that's the term. That shit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This in this book, he talks all about that. This guy lays it all out in this book. So here we go. A Hebrew Kabbalist text called "I Came This Day to the Spring" created a scandal among the Jewish community of Central Europe when it surfaced. This manuscript in 1725 was obviously linked to the cult of Sabbatai Zevi, the would-be Messiah who drove the Jewish world wild with excitement in 1965 and converted to Islam a year later. Uh, and it was more. Uh, it, it was something more as early as readers found baffling and horrifying and alien to their categories. After reading two or three paragraphs, the hair on the flesh, the hair on my flesh stood up. So that's what someone said after reading. After reading two or three paragraphs, the hair on, the fl on my flesh stood up. Nothing like this was ever seen or known to any heretic or disbeliever of this world. This book is that of a complete heretic who uproots and destroys the very fundamentals of the Jewish faith. I did not find such heresy <clears throat> among the religions of the Gentiles that ever ever existed. You hear that right there? This is right here is what turned the tide of the Jewish faith, and they never found a heresy like this that ever existed in any, in, in any Gentile religion. Uh, the author was almost certainly the Prague rabbi Jonathan Eschubitz. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, yeah, so the tenets of the faith to be born included the brotherhood of all humanity. So, yeah, this is it right here. This is what I wanted to read right here. So the tenets of this book, I came this day to the spring, were the brotherhood of all humanity and equal shares of God love. They included gender equality as mirrored in the relations between the male and female aspects of divinity and the ex acceptance of homosexual love as a legitimate form of esotericism, or I'm sorry, eroticism. This was all covered and conveyed in I Came This Day to the Spring. Or I Came This Day. The fuck is the name of it? I Came This Day to the Spring, yeah. Uh, within a base sexual frankness rooted in traditional Kabbalistic eroticism. Did you hear that? This yep. unabashed sexual frankness rooted in traditional Kabbalistic eroticism. Carried out to unheard extremes, was then led even has led even some modern day scholars to label the book as pornographic. So there you have it, man. <clears throat> These are the guys right here that led up to all of this weird, uh, incestual, uh, pedophilic, uh, blood, sex, demonic fucking rituals. These were the brain fathers of it right here. This is a Jewish brainchild. So I just wanted to lay that foundation so everybody understands. Everything we're going to talk about tonight, while there may be white people involved, this is the brainchild of Jews. Just like there may be white communists, right? There may be some rich white kid who thinks he's a communist, but he is infected with a Jewish mind virus, right? Communism is the brainchild of the Jew, 
right? The same way with this this weird demonic uh, pedophilic shit. So before we, uh, what we got here, about 20 more minutes. So before we get into the actual uh, uh, Presidio child abuse scandal and um, start talking about Michael Aquino, I want to read one quote here, and then we're going to watch some of the, the content that uh, WhiteTuber had pulled together, some of these videos. So I want to read one quote here real quick, and this is from a CIA director to a, a senator. Right. This is a CIA director talking to a senator. Uh, so this is former CIA director uh, William Colby talking to his friends and Senator John DeCamp. What do you have to understand, John, is that sometimes there are forces and events too big, too powerful, with so much at stake for other people or institutions that you cannot do anything about them. No matter, how, no matter how evil or wrong they are, no matter how dedicated or sincere you are, or how much evidence you have, this is simply one of the hard facts of life that you have to face. And that is uh, William Colby talking to John DeCamp about uh, the Franklin child abuse case, which we will be talking about here in a little bit. Uh, so that just guys kind of puts a fucking... Puts a puts a uh, you know a seed in your head into how deep this shit goes. That right there, what we were reading from, was from a file called Beyond Dutro. If anybody ever has a chance to go read that, I highly suggest it. It's disturbing and fucked up to read. Uh, Southern Nordic and I did three shows about that on his channel. You should definitely go watch it. It's fucking disturbing. But here is a, a bit from Doctor Phil on Pizzagate. Let's see what they're saying here. I was told by the man who owns me that my birth parents had me for him, so I've always been his. One time I met them and they told me that I should appreciate what they did for me. They told me that this was the best thing for me. I believed that they were right and I also... Oh yeah, you guys aren't... Sorry guys, I gotta fix it for for the, for the fellas. Sorry about that chat. No, you're good. That's my bad. I knew I hadn't been sharing the... There we go. I'll start it over for you. We're only 16 seconds in. I was told by the man who owns me that my birth parents had me for him, so I've always been his. One time I met them and they oh, told me that I should appreciate One time I met them and they told me that I should appreciate One time I met them and they told me that I should appreciate One time I met them and they told me that I should appreciate didn't appreciate it. The man who owns me told me that I was special to him. I was strong, very smart, and not every girl would be able to do the job that I was made to do. I traveled with him frequently. When he had very special clients, I was the person that they would see. When the man who owns me wasn't around, there were people that we called watchers, whose job was just to watch us. And there were people whose job was just to move us from place to place. When the movers would all right, so I'm sorry. I was going to let this play all the way through before I pause it, but I can't. So what she's talking about right here is exactly what is what is explained or detailed or talked about in the Dutro Affair files. And uh, there's a bitch named Vicky Pollan, uh, and she explains this exact same thing. And I'm telling you, there, there are fucking thousands of people who talk about this, and, and we know it, right? We know that these, these fucking demons will sell their children, right? They will just absolutely sell their children. They will give their children away into prostitution for social status and, and money, right? 
come for us. They would always come in the middle of the night like they were kidnapping us and drug us. They would put some... Shit, while you're bullshitting, you don't even got to go that far. You don't even got to go that far down the rabbit hole. Anybody watch the fucking uh, the expose thing they did on Playboy? This is how Hef was treating them little bitches he was fucking. Right? Keeping watchers on them, you know, watching where they went, making sure they were never alone. You know what I mean? Like, this is... R. This Kelly. Is, yeah, R. Kelly. This is, this is typical predator behavior. We know this is how they act. Several of us in the trunk of a car. They were constantly moving me to different places. Brothels and sometimes to big mansions with servants. In some of these places that we would stay, we would be in basements. In some places we would be in rooms with cages or with tools on the wall. Locks with different keys and they were all used sexually on us. For the little boys, men would have sex with them. When they turned five, then they were forced to have sex with women. The girls would start having sex as infants. All of this was completely normal to me, and I never thought seriously about leaving. It was completely normal to me. Yeah, so there you have it. I don't know who that bitch is, but that's just like... Uh, never just... thought seriously... Whoa. Where's that coming from? ...about leaving. Where's that coming from? So there you have it. I don't know who that bitch is, but that's just oh, like... Uh, never just... thought seriously... There we go. I had some shit playing in my ear. It was tripping me out. Uh, <clears throat> see, I don't know who that chick was. I've never seen that clip before, but that's just like the Vicky Paulin case, right? Uh, I actually have some Vicky Paulin shit right here. Here's Vicky Paulin on Oprah fucking years ago. My next guess years ago. They have been putting this shit in your face for fucking years and, and, and letting you know that it's out there. Fucking Michael Aquino, the guy we're about to talk to about next, was on fucking, like, Geraldo. Admitting that he's a Satanist and the military knows it and they let him operate. Used also in worshiping the devil, participated in human sacrifice rituals, rituals and cannibalism. She says her family has been involved in rituals for generations. She is currently. In She's a Jew, by the way. She's a Jew, Vicky Paulin. Yeah, I remember this book. She suffers from multiple personality disorder, meaning she's blocked out many of the terrifying and painful memories of her childhood. Meet Rachel, who is also in disguise to protect her identity. You come from generations of ritualistic uh, abuse? Um, yes, my family has an extensive family tree, and they keep track of who's been involved and who hasn't been involved. And it's gone back to, like, 1700. Hmm, 1700s. So you were... Right about right. the time I fucking Sabatier and Frankism was hot in the press. Mm -hmm. Sounds fucking funny, doesn't it? And, and this is a, this is, does everyone else think it's a nice Jewish family? From the outside, you appear to be a nice Jewish girl. Definitely. And you all are worshipping the devil inside the home? Right. There's other Jewish families across the country. It's not just my own family. Really? Every Jewish family across the country. And so who knows Every about fucking it? one of Lots them. Lots of people now. <laughs> Um, I talked to a police detective in the Chicago area, and several of my friends know, and I've spoke publicly before. And so well, when you were brought up in this, this kind of evilness, did you just think it was normal? Um, I've blocked out a lot of the memories I had um, because of my multiple personality disorder. But yes, I mean, it's like if you grow up with something, you think it's normal. Mm -hmm. I always thought... So what kinds of things? You don't have to give us the gory details, but what kinds of things went on in the family? Um, well, there would be rituals... Oh, shit. I'm sorry, y'all. What an asshole. 
in which babies would be sacrificed and you would have you to... You didn't miss shit, but her know, fat ass sitting there talking. Um, so. There were people who um, bred babies in our family. No one would know about it. A lot of people were overweight, so you couldn't tell if they were pregnant or not. Or they would supposedly go away for a while and then come back. The other thing I want to point out, not all Jewish people sacrifice babies. I mean, that's no, no. not a very we can't thing. That. <laughs> I just want to point that out. This is the first time I heard of any Jewish people sacrificing babies. But anyway, so yeah, you witnessed the sacrifice. Right. Um, when I was very young, I was forced to participate in that in which I had to sacrifice an infant. And the, the purpose of sacrifice is to what? Is to bring you what? What are you sacrificing for? For power. Uh-huh. Power. And so, were you, you were ever used? Were you ever used yourself? Um, I was molested. I was raped several times. Mm -hmm. um, and what's your mother doing? Um, she's... In all of this. What's her role in all of this? What is, I'm not exactly what her role is. I haven't, you know, recovered all of my memories, but her family was extremely involved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she brought me to it. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents brought me to it. And where is she now? Um, she um, lives in the Chicago metropolitan area. She's on the Human Relations Commission of the town that she lives in, and she's an outstanding citizen. Nobody would suspect her. Were you raised with a sense of right and wrong, Rachel? Yeah. I mean, it's like we, I had both. I mean, to the outside world, everything we did was proper and right. And then there were the nights that things changed, that things just got turned around. What was right was, what was wrong was right, and what was right was wrong. That's what helps to create somebody to develop MPD. Mm -hmm. Multiple personalities. Right, right. Now, in your family, did you all call it worshiping the... So, when you look into the, the Dutro affair and all that shit I was talking about earlier, this is a huge deal. Um, multiple personality disorders, uh, identity disorders, this all comes from uh, uh, extended uh, exposure to trauma, right? Uh, kind of like learned helplessness and these other things, right? When you're, ex when you are exposed to extended trauma, it, it fucking wrecks your brain, right? And this creates multiple personality disorders. They've seen this in almost all of these children that have been molested and raped like this. Um, <clears throat> they even created, uh, uh, two pedophiles, two fucking pedophiles, along with, uh, one of the guys who was in charge of the LSD studies in San Francisco, started a, a, a foundation called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation to discredit these people. Uh, we're going to get into that here in just a minute, but I'll, real quick before we finish, let me finish this, and I want to say thank you to the people. Don't the devil, no. Rachel, I don't know. It was just evil, it these was, things you did. Right. right. Well, I said it was evil, and mm -hmm. they said it was good. Um, there's a book that I had just come across called Lilith's Cave, which is a book of... Jewish mysticism and um, supernatural, and there's a lot in that book that relates to what I, you know, endured when I was a child. So boom, there you go. That's that's Vicky Paul and saying the almost the exact same shit that 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 other girl was saying. But the only thing is, difference is she was saying that her family was the one doing the fucking raping, right? Uh, buying it's these a, kids from their parents and shit do. like that. Uh, but one more thing before we go to break. Here, here's another uh, example of them putting it all in your fucking face and uh, laughing at you for it. Laughing at you. For it. 
they, they, they trot these guys out on these because you know back in the day these were big deals right these talk shows like this these were fucking huge deals maury povich geraldo uh what are some other the other ones you know what i mean these were huge deals and they would bill they would donahue donahue yeah they would trot these people out right in front of you and tell you everything that's going on and people might say, oh, no, it's just fake. It's all set up. Dude, go look. Go look up. You know what's funny? You can't even find Michael Aquino's. Let me make sure I'm not lying here. But I know a while back you could not even find Michael Aquino's Wikipedia. They had killed all the hyperlinks. You could find the Temple of Set, but all Michael Aquino's hyperlinks have been killed. You can't even look this motherfucker up anymore. But you can look up the fact that he was a decorated military. Uh, he was decorated military person. I don't know what his exact. I think he was a lieutenant colonel, Michael Aquino, maybe. Uh, I can't remember his exact rank. But he was a decorated uh, military man. And they knew he was operating uh, a satanic church. And they even allowed him to recruit from the military. Uh, so let me get look this up real quick. Mike. Uh, Michael Aquino. Boom. Uh, yeah, you can find all this other shit. Wiki spooks, heavy articles, all this other shit. But, uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. Michael Ray Aquino. Yeah, here we go. They do have one on him here now. Um, It doesn't say anything about the Temple of Set here, though. I'll pull it up. Let me get it over here. Let's watch this and then I'll Once again, it. a warning about some tough language and descriptions in a report that we'll have for you in just a moment. Let me introduce you first, though, to Zena LeVay. Her father, Anton LeVay, is, yeah, I, was about uh, to I guess, the founding father of Satanism in this country. Uh, he founding it at, what, about 25 years ago, Zena? Yeah, approximately 25 years ago. Can you tell us with any certainty how widespread... Another little fun fact. Sorry, I'll let it play after this. I know you guys hate it when I pause it like that. But another, just another quick little fun fact about Anton LaVey and Michael Aquino. Anton LaVey ripped off Ragnar Redbeard's Might is Right and turned that into the, the Satanic Bible, right? He basically rewrote Might is Right by Anton LaVey and turned that into what was known as the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey up until that point. Uh, Michael Aquino actually did not like it, thought it was lowbrow, and rewrote the Satanic Bible for Anton LaVey. So one of your high, one of the high up fucking military uh, personnel in this country literally wrote the Satanic fucking Bible, and they laugh at you. The religion of Satanism is in this country or around the world. Well, the religion is worldwide. Um, we have members just throughout the world, and it's a legitimate religion. Um, it's, um, you know, perfectly within uh, the, <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> but how many people? Hundreds, oh, thousands, thousands, of thousands, hundreds of thousands? Hundreds of thousands, I can't say. Thousands, easily. What is it, Dr. Aquino? Dr. Aquino, the high priest of the Church of Set? Temple of Set. Temple of Set also. The high priest <laughs> of the <laughs> Temple of Set. So a colonel? Interestingly enough, in the United Kurt. States Army, what is it, this Satanism? I think that um, uh, there is some confusion tonight because this same term means something different to Satanists than it does to Christians in the United States. By our own standards, the people who you've shown in these film clips would not... Yeah, nigger, and dinner for a hawk is death for a mouse. 
<laughs> All right? That means two different fucking things, right? Dinner means something way different to that fucking mouse and that hawk, right? What's dinner for the fucking hawk is death for the mouse. That's one evil-ass looking Jew right there, buddy. The past. Rather, they would be the failures of a conventional religion. I appreciate your opinion. What is it, sir, then? What is Satanism? Well, originally the Church of Satan, when it was founded, was composed not of people with a hatred for Christianity, but of people who, by and large, were agnostics and you hear that? You hear how he goes on on TV and lie? I'm sorry, guys. I have to I have to pause it because I'm too retarded. I will uh I'll forget. Uh, he, he goes on here and like, oh, it's not about hating Christianity. This motherfucker went and and did a ritual. Supposedly did a ritual. Uh, so I guess he went and did a ritual in um <clears throat> Himmler's uh quarters. Uh, wherever the fuck that's at, the place with the big sun and rod on the floor. He says that uh. He goes. He went there and did this ritual, and in this ritual, he was shown that his new path is to destroy Christianity. That those were his words. In this ritual, he was shown that his new true path is to destroy Christianity. That was his mission: was to destroy Christianity. Atheists, because they felt that the institutions which had arisen around Christianity had failed in their moral commitment. So Satanism itself became an emphasis on rational self-interest and on taking responsibility for your own intellectual and ethical decisions. Rational self-interest, you call it? Yes. Okay, one thing we do know that Satanism has in common with other religions is the belief that the devil can inhabit your body. Remember the movie Exorcist, the film? It dealt with ridding the body of Satan in a ritual called exorcism. Yeah, I don't know what this shit goes on to do, but that's all I really wanted to show. Here's a uh, here we go. Here's Anton. Here we go. Devil worship is. So this is Anton Levey right here, the Jew, the grim alternative, the Jew father of Satan is Anton Levey. Evil over good, dark over light, Satan over God himself. Come forth. Trying to look like Lenin. Trying to dress like Vladimir Lenin. Uh, forced underground by the religious hysteria of the Middle Ages, Satanism was resurrected first by an Englishman named Alistair Crowley in the early. Boom, and there you have it. Anton LaVey to Alistair Crowley, all the way back to Sabotage Zebby, <clears throat> uh, up to Michael Lacino, man. Uh, a man who worked in your U.S. military, wrote the book, wrote the Satanic Bible, and. Uh, molested children and we're going to talk about that after the break on the other side of the break we're going to talk about the actual uh criminal investigations surrounding these people uh and they're all government uh connected right every one of them are connected to the u.s government through the military congressmen uh the fbi so on and so forth so the whole second half is going to be about the actual criminal cases that are connected to all this shit guys we're going to go to break and we will be right back oh before we go to break Hold on, I don't want to go to break yet. I want to say thank you to everybody who's donated so far. Uh, Fash going hardcore tonight. Says Chain Reaction. Thank you very much, brother. I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. Uh, Night Nation, six bucks, says uh, the Sabbatee and Frankist scum are the Jewish sect that has done the most damage to this planet, especially in this time. Yeah, man. Uh, right. I'm telling you, when you look into and you study Sabbatee and Frankism, you will see that it is it is the new age religion, right? Sabbatee and Frankism is the religion that runs the world right now, hands down, without a doubt. Uh, thank it's you. It's liberalism. Much. Yes, it's the Enlightenment. It's Enlightenment principles taken to their fullest uh, 
conclusion. Yeah. Uh, fitness by Heather Heyer. What's up, brother? He says, Normies will harp on the globalist cabal and then streak and call you a deranged Nazi when you reveal the cabal, the Kabbalah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, Thug of the Goat. What's up, brother? He says, Mr. John motherfucking Fashcroft. How are you doing, bro? Good to see you, man. Thank you very much. Uh, Abe, thank you for what she said. Excited for tonight's show. I hope y'all are enjoying it, man. And uh, also thank you to uh, DeWitt, Mike, Mr. White Tuber, and Chimp Blaster. I really appreciate y'all guys. We're going to go to break. We'll see y'all in just a minute. August 1st, 1993. Today has been the day of the rope. A grim and bloody day, but an unavoidable one. Tonight, for the first time in weeks, it is quiet and totally peaceful throughout all of Southern California. But the night is filled with silent horrors. From tens of thousands of lampposts, power poles, and trees throughout this vast metropolitan area, the grisly forms hang. In the lighted areas, one sees them everywhere. Even the street signs and intersections have been pressed into service. And at practically every street corner, there was a dangling corpse. Four at every intersection.
work is, regardless of who did it. family i hope y'all enjoyed the break that was fast sheen and a little william luther pierce there for the break and i hope y'all enjoyed it thank you all very much for hanging out uh let's see what we got here all right so guys i did uh keela's gone he'll be back here in just a minute he had to go take care of some shit uh Shing, how y'all doing fam trey what's up family splash Andale, how are y'all doing thank y'all for being here wizard um brandon the great what's up guys what's up guys uh, yeah, who said that about Thelema? Thelema is just an extension of Sabbatean Frankism, and uh, uh, modern Satanism is just an extension of those two, right? It's all Jewish bullshit. It's all uh, based off Jewish ideology and promoted by Jews. So, yeah, it's all the same shit. There, there, there's no difference. There's no difference. Yo, hail to Jack Handy, brother, with a huge support. Jesus Christ, Jack. Fuck, dude. Thank you very much. <laughs> God dang, I did not see that. I was over here in Sheen. Uh, Jack, thank you very much. He says, uh, this is an important subject. Thanks for doing this research and the show. Thank you very much, brother. Right. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I really, really appreciate that uh, that donation. Man. Well, yeah, because really Johnny's hard work is showing through here. The guy takes it serious, and he's sitting here making this lecture so we can all be educated, and we got to appreciate stuff like that, you know? <clears throat> I appreciate Yeah, man, and you know... If, if you guys go back and look through my earlier shows, the ones I uploaded, this is what I used to do all the time. I just uh, have gotten busy and, and fallen away from it. So we're going to get back into it, man, because this is, this is the shit I like to do, man. Uh, we might have to revisit the Jack Parsons. Uh, that's one of my best shows I think I've ever done was my Jack Parsons show. It's in the replays, too. I also did an episode on this subject here, Sabatier and Frank, well, on Sabatier and Frankism and uh, Jack Parsons on the Paranormies years ago. But, uh, yeah, so, guys, I did miss some, uh, yes, Flint, uh, I can't send you a link. I don't have it in link form. It's a download. But if you contact me on Telegram, I can send you the, the, the video directly. And that's for anybody if you want that video that we played at the break uh, or the song or any of that shit. Uh, but, yeah, before we went to break, I did forget about one thing with Michael Aquino that I want to talk about uh before we get into the actual criminal cases. So here he is. Here's a picture of Michael Aquino in his military garb. Uh, and I don't think we can finish uh, and move on without talking about what he was in control of with the U.S. military. Um, he was in control of the U.S. military's psychological uh, warfare operations. He wrote a book called Mind War, which, pres which president or ex-president, former president, whatever the fuck, uh, Donald Trump praised as an excellent book. Uh, just going to throw that out there for you. Uh, Epstein's buddy Trump praised Michael Aquino's book, Mind War, as an excellent book. Uh, he was in charge of the psychological warfare operations. Um, you know, there's no actual, like, you know, paper trail of this, but it's uh, believed that he was heavily involved with giving the guys, uh, the troops, Ibogaine. And, uh, you know, you see movies about this, right? Uh, 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 what's the one? Jacob's Ladder, right? About them giving these troops hallucinogenics and the troops end up killing each other, right? That wasn't... Uh, it's commonly uh, misunderstood or, or... You guys know... Most people believe that that was LSD that they were said to have given those troops back then. But really what it was was a thing called Ibogaine, 
which uh, is almost guaranteed to induce you into a very, very dark uh, trip, right? It puts you in a panic state. And uh, it, a lot, ironically enough, they've actually used it to, with some success, they say, for like uh, to treat wartime PTSD. But anyway, that's what they would give these people. They would give them Ibogaine in their water supply and in their food without them knowing, and they would freak the fuck out, right? Uh, he was rumored to be in charge of that, right? The U.S. Army military denies that ever happened, right? So we don't really know. But uh, basically what I'm telling you is he did that shit. Michael Aquino was the guy that was the brain father of dosing our troops with strong hallucinogenics and just seeing what happens. And just seeing what happens. Uh, another little fucking uh, escapade he got into went by. It was called Hello, uh, It was called the Wandering Soul. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got a Kofi. Hold on. We'll play this in just a minute. Let me get over here to Kofi and say thank you. Yeah, the operation was called Wandering Soul. And what he would do is, is he would take uh, POWs, uh, bounded by God. Thank you very much. He said, I don't mind if I repost this. I hope you don't mind if I repost this. My mother is the only open-minded person in my family. I think the people, brother, you're welcome to repost my stuff anywhere, man. Uh, that goes for all of you guys. Uh, just make sure like my link or something is in there if you post it around so people can get back to the channel. But I would actually appreciate you guys posting my stuff around and, and getting the word out there. So yeah, please, man, show this to anybody you'd like. Um, but what he would do is, I'm sorry, getting back to Operation Wandering Soul. What he would do is, <clears throat> he would take Vietnamese POWs and he would force them to record these, uh, well, recordings, right? <laughs> he would record their voice saying shit like, oh, no, I died for nothing. Don't fight the Americans. Uh, you know, turn back, you know, d discouraging them from war, right? Uh, and this was a major superstition with the Vietnamese, right? They had, like, this weird phobia of, like, some weird death thing, right? Where if they died in disgrace, they would be trapped and wandering. And it's like, it was a thing, right? I don't remember it. But he would study uh, the traditions and, and, and lore, right? And, and uh, mythos, right? Of the, of the Vietnamese people. And he would manipulate it, right? So this is one of the, uh, this is a recording. They would set up speaker systems all throughout the jungle and play this loud as fuck in the middle of the night. Um, uh, much like we would do to like like uh you know going back to the Branch Davidians, Mr. White Tuber had brought up Waco earlier. Much like they did to the people at Waco, right? They would play like the sounds of uh, rabbits being slaughtered and pigs being slaughtered and fucking uh you know loud death metal so they couldn't sleep. It's psychological shit, right? Uh, Michael Aquino was the brainchild of all of that shit. All of the psychological uh, operations that went on in Vietnam were Michael Aquino's brainchild. Like with Noriega, he played that rock song over and over again. Yeah, just to drive people fucking crazy. So here we go. It says, the following tape is a recording of the Wandering Soul or Ghost Tape Number 10 used during the Vietnam War. Tuber, can you, you see and hear everything? Yeah, let Aquila back in, though. Oh, is he back? Okay, thank yeah. you. Brother Aquila, just in time, brother. We are about to uh, we are about to play a tape called the Wandering Soul or the Ghost Tape. This was a part of Michael Aquino's psychological operations, uh, psychological warfare operations in Vietnam. Sick, fucking weirdo. She's fucking haircut. And his eyebrows and just the whole thing. What is this shit? 
It was used in the psychological operations against the communist North Vietnam, Vietnam communist North Vietnam. Excuse me. It supposedly plays the voice of a dead Viet Cong wandering, aim, wandering aimlessly through the night. With the, okay, here it is right here. With the Vietnamese belief that their unburied dead soul will wander forever in pain and suffering. So, so he, see, he was playing into an old, uh, you know, Vietnamese myth. Did we just get another Kofi? Kofi. Kofi Did we get another recording. one, or is, that, or is that a replay? I don't know, nope. but we got another like one from, from the fucking video. It's funny. Yeah, we got one from Trey Xanthian. He says, "Hail, hail, Fastcroft! Hail to you, brother! Thank you very much for the, for the Kofi. I appreciate you." Notice the weird, creepy fucking music, right? I'm sure that's probably some Vietnamese folk music or some weird right, shit, that right? Is, that is folk music. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, bro, and, and not not to carry water for fucking you know Asian bug people or anything like that. Like I, I really don't give a shit. But just imagine being some third world, like I mean, still living in villages, barely fucking into my barely modernized country. Some some shitty little rice farmer. You know, marching through the jungle, and then you hear this shit. Jesus fucking uh, Christ. I don't know, man. Those fucking gooks were pretty tough. They were fighting those Japanese for like 20 years. Yeah, and tough. French but before like, that. Highly superstitious, though, right? You see yeah. what I mean? Highly superstitious is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, fearless, like, face-to-face, -face, like, with gun and knife. But, right. like, highly superstitious when it comes to, like, spirituality and things like this. But I guarantee yeah. my, uh, the, the, the fuck, they would tell him it was recordings and shit. You know what I mean? That shit like could terrify a fucking gook, though, I think. Yeah, it probably did. I guarantee fucking it did. Spooky. Well, I mean, does it sound silly to us now in 2022? Right. Yeah, or true, does it true, sound true. silly? Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like no. in, in, yeah, yeah, in the right. 60s in Vietnam, they didn't know yeah. about sound systems and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't but, know but, what the but, fuck but like was now going you on. see like ghost shit and it's more like subtle. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we're but all that's like up. old school ghost movie. Yeah, it's like, like old, way the over the top. They got guys running around in sheets and shit. Yeah, way over the top. Some Scooby Doo and shit. Shitty audio it's quality. Shitty U.S. military. It's all <laughs> shitty audio quality. They're doing it over fucking walkie talkies and shit. They got walkie talkies with the with the button tape down, strapped to trees. And shit. <laughs> That's all they got. And the red flashlight. Some yeah. guys waving the red flashlight. Around. <laughs> 
Stupid. Fuck, it hurts. I bet you they hear like spooky ass shit. Can you imagine how spooky Gook Forest is in the middle of the night? The kind of yeah, weird just like shit. With the like, that's weird the least scary thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the least scary thing they heard. Look, all right, so here it comes. Here's the here's what the actual voices start saying. This is when the voices kick in. I don't know if y'all can read that on the screen. Yeah, you can. It says, "Daddy, Daddy, come home with me. Come home, Daddy, Daddy." In the owl. In the owl. It said, "Yow yow yow here." Yow yow is the most disgusting of all the languages over there. Play it backwards. It says, "Juice, suck baby dick." Vietnam was a hoax. This is well, have I ever told you stupid shit I, like this? Yes, have I exactly? Have I ever told you, you know my I mean? theory on Vietnam? I think Vietnam was just a a a, a theater for them to try out psychological and chemical right. warfare tactics. I all think that's all it was. Stupid wars. Yeah, man. Well, all that shit was going on around that time. The the LSD studies from MKUltra was real big and heavy at the time. All of that psychological. It was just a playground uh, to test yes, everything. Exactly. Exactly. Me and Tuber figured out on Saturday that the Vietnam War was uh, an attempt to secure um, the entrance to Hollow Earth in Vietnam by right. the fucking uh, American <laughs> government to secure the reptilians. There's a hole. Yeah. I in thought that Vietnam. was in Ethiopia. There's two probably there's an entrance too, I bet. There. Prob that's probably the other that's end. The yeah, yeah. That's the back door. That's the asshole. That's the asshole. It's the root chakra. A bamboo trap is scarier than this shit, though. Well, that's because those bamboo traps are terrifying. They're terrifying. Fucking terrifying, dude. Like, if there were ever a reason to nuke an entire country, it's the bamboo trap. Like, how brutal is that? You just fall in there and you're impaled on these sticks. And not even anywhere vital, right? It goes to, like, your fucking your side and your shoulder. Just you just got to sit there and die and suffer. Yeah, it doesn't even go through a heart or a lung or anything. It's all dull and shit. Yeah, and then it just goes back into a bunch of weird shitty <laughs> goofy fucking shit after that. But yeah, that is uh that was Michael Aquino's brainchild there, man. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to uh just fuck with people, right? That was his whole thing. Like you said, he wrote a whole book called Mind War, right? That was They're his... experimenting from mm -hmm. this moment we're in now to totally brainwash us. Where's my uh, thing here? There we go.
There we go. Now we got this little TV up here, so we ain't got to keep plopping back and forth. All right. So, yeah, that was Aquino's. Uh, they should have got one of those niggers there from the fifth company to go on there. Ooga, booga, booga, nigga, basketball, nigga, or some shit. That would have been spooky. From the fifth company? What is that? You know what I mean? I don't know. Just some fucking nigger from the army or whatever. Oh, <laughs> okay, the fifth company. Yeah, I was like, what is the fifth whatever. company? I've never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Doing ooga booga booga, I'm going to rape you, nigga. Yeah. You know, and shit. <laughs> you can think there's uh, loose niggers in the woods. I mean, for us, that is more terrifying. But, I mean, think about them back then. I don't even know how many fucking niggers the Chinese, the, the Vietnamese had seen, right? Right. <laughs> they, probably, they probably thought the niggers on the American army were like some sort of weird lab experiment, Monster. right? It was like a super <laughs> soldier. <laughs> they were like, they brought the black snakes. Yeah. <laughs> they can't breathe. Stakes, yeah, it's like a skunk ape. Floating uh, sets of teeth through the jungle. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So, yeah, that was uh, part of his psychological uh, operations in um, Vietnam. But what we're going to get into now is the actual crimes that were uh, investigated from Michael Aquino. Uh, so it all started in 1985. There were allegations of ritual abuse at the Jubilation Daycare Center at Fort Bragg. Uh, and um, that er- when, that, when that happened... A slew of accusations, several children reported being sexually abused by a number of people at the daycare and other locations, including at least two churches. Lieutenant Michael Aquino was identified as being present at one of those churches. In November of 1986, allegations then emerged regarding sexual abuse being perpetrated at the U.S. Army's Presidio Child Development Center in San Francisco. Remember when we talked about uh, Jolly West and Manson? Yep. Right. Jolly West had that uh, that clinic that he ran and and an apartment that he ran the LSD studies in San Francisco and Haight Ashbury at. Uh, Jolly West is directly connected to Michael Aquino and the uh, False Memory Syndrome Foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, so yeah, this happened in San Francisco at the Presidio Child Abuse or Child Development Center. Uh, within a year of the allegations, 60 children were identified as victims, all between the ages of three and seven. The victims told of being taken to private homes and abused, and at least three houses were positively identified by the children and law enforcement, one of them being the home of Michael Aquino. They also described being urinated and defecated upon. Does that sound familiar? Weren't we just talking about urination and defecation rituals earlier? When we talked yep. about the Sabbateans, right? Did, weren't they really into that? They were kind of the, 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 the innovators of that uh, behavior. Uh, so, um, and being forced to ingest the urine and feces. Irrefutable, irrefutable medical evidence documented the fact that these children were sexually abused, including five who had contracted chlamydia. Good Lord. Many others would show clear signs of anal and genital trauma consistent with violent penetration. Even before the abuse was exposed, the children were exhibiting radical changes in behavior, including temporary outbursts, sudden mood shifts, and poor impulse control. Both Lieutenant Michael Aquino and his wife Lilith were positively identified by the victims as two of the perpetrators. At least one of the victims was able to positively identify Aquino's home and describe it with an uncanny accuracy and distinctively uh, and describe it with uncanny accuracy the distinctively satanic interior of the home 
Only one person was ever charged for the abuse of one child, and these charges were all dismissed three months later. As a part of the Presidio investigation in 1987, in August of 1987, a search warrant was served on Aquino's home. Uh, they found numerous videotapes, photographs, photo albums, photographic negatives, cassette tapes, and address books that were all confiscated. All of this stuff with child pornographic material in it. All of it. Uh, in November of that same year, the Army received allegations of a child abuse at 15 of its daycare centers and elementary schools. There were also at least, there were also at least two other cases at at an air for at air force daycare centers excuse me and one at a center run by the u.s navy in addition to these a special team of experts were sent to panama to help determine if as many as 10 children at a department of defense elementary school were molested and possibly infected with aids good lord another case also emerged in a u.s run facility in west germany these cases occurred at some of the most esteemed military bases in the country, including Fort Dix, Fort Leavenworth, Fort Jackson, and West Point. In the West Point case alone, by the end of the year, 50 children were interviewed by investigators. There were reports of satanic acts, animal sacrifices, and cult-like behavior among the abusers. An investigation led by former U.S. Attorney Rudolph Giuliani produced no federal and grand jury indictments. Imagine that. Imagine Whoa. that. His investigation could not conclude that only one or two children were abused, despite evidence to the contrary. In 1988, this is, so this is all, these are, I mean, look at how this is what, so we've got 85, 86, 87, 88. Every fucking year, sometimes twice a year, there's a new one popping up in the 80s. So here, we've got the Franklin scandal. Have you heard of the Franklin scandal, the Boys Town shit? Yes. Yeah, so this was started by a, a black dude, a nigger named Lawrence King. He was actually named the black uh, future of the GOP. <laughs> the wow. black future of the GOP is what they called him, or like the black uh, savior of the GOP or some shit like that. The Lawrence black King. Hope. Yeah, yeah. The FBI raided the Franklin Credit Union in 1988, in November of 1988, in Omaha, run by a man named Lawrence King. In the process, they uncovered evidence relating to drug running, pedophilia, pornography, and satanic activity involving prominent individuals in the local community and beyond. Eighty children eventually came forward and identified many of those involved, including the chief of police, who impregnated one of the victims, a local publisher, a former vice squad officer, a judge, and others. And just real quick, Fuck, I don't have it here anymore. Let me pull this up real quick. I have to show y'all something. This is going to get real stomach-churning, guys. But I have to show y'all this so you guys can know that this isn't just fairy tale shit. So let me find this. Oh, I actually have it in my notes, I think, here. Because we just, we just read from it earlier. Let me find the Beyond Dutro thing. And I'm going to show you guys some real disturbing shit just to really drive home how real this shit is. Uh, let me find this. Give me just a fucking second. Give me just a second. Where'd I put it? There's so much evidence. That's why these people like to get ahead of it, you know, and labeled as QAnon stuff. Where is this? All right, here. I'll just fucking type it back in here. I can find it real quick. Uh. Beyond Dutro. 
Here it is. All right, here we go. I got it. So I'm about to show y'all some real fucking disturbing images, right? When they say all of this shit here, uh, let me go back and read this so I can show you what I'm talking about. Uh, where was it? Okay, yeah. When they say shit like here, there were reports of satanic acts, animal sacrifices, and cult-like behavior. That shit sounds over the top, right? Kind of like the, 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 the audio we were just listening to. Like, it just sounds like it's too much, right? Well, what I'm going to show you here are actual fucking evidence photos from the Dutro case. All right? These were actual photos that were taken in as evidence in the Dutro case from this child abuse ring. So, I mean, just fucking get ready. It's going to take me a minute to find them. But it's fucked up. It's extremely fucked up. I'll post a link to this article here in the uh, comments here in just a second. So you guys can read through this yourself. It's a really long... Okay, here we go. It's a really long uh, article. But here you go. Look at that right there. So these are young children. One with a horse. One with a dog. One having a snake injected in, in, inserted into it. And one with a monkey. These were used as evidence in a criminal trial. These were confiscated from a child sexual abuse ring. This shit really fucking happens, man. This shit really fucking happens. Look at that child pregnant. Look at these kids t uh, tied up. Like, I'm sorry to show that shit. I know it's very, very graphic and fucked up. But people need to know that this shit, this isn't kids making shit up. Right? This isn't fairy tale shit. This shit really happens. There's real evil in this world, and they're doing this shit to your kids. Here's another uh, Michael Aquino with some fucking... I don't know that those two pictures are actually necessarily related, but, I mean, why not? Huh? Why fucking not? Yeah, and they do fucking snuff videos, too. Yeah, dude, that's what the whole... Here, let me... Matter of fact, let me put... Uh, so, you know the movie 8mm? Uh, Have you ever seen yeah. the movie 8mm? That was actually literally based... Loosely based around the Dutro affair. The guy that Nick Cage plays, he plays the part of this guy with this crazy white hair. I forget his name. He's got like a French or a, a Belgium last name. Uh, and the part that that guy plays, or that Nick, Nick Cage plays, is uh, loosely based on that guy. That guy went around trying, and he would go to porn shops in Belgium and all around that area, and he would uh, try to buy... More extreme material, more extreme material every time, right? He would say, oh, you got something harder, you got something harder, and he was eventually getting his way to where he was getting actual snuff films. Uh, it's all in that uh, article I just posted. It's an extremely long and dense article, the Beyond Dutro, but it's all in there. Uh, I strongly suggest everybody read that and share it around. It's hard to watch, or I'm sorry, it's hard to see some of that shit that's in there, uh, but... I mean, it's one of those things, man. That that should be shared far and wide. But, uh, yeah, let's get back over here to it. Uh, so, where were we at here? Uh, we were at the Franklin scandal. Uh, so, yeah, uh, quick note on the Franklin scandal. Charles Manson was at Boys Town for a little bit. Uh, just another little side note. It's funny how he's always in all of these places, right? It's funny how Charles Manson's in fucking Boys Town when this shit's going on. He was a kid. Right, he was probably abused, right? I'm not saying he was part of the structure of it. I'm just saying he was there. He was probably abused by this criminal nigger uh, and, and all these other Jewish individuals. Uh, but he was also in Haight-Ashbury. Always, uh, he goes to Jolly West's fucking clinic, stays in Jolly West's apartment. He's just always right there in the middle of this shit, it seems. Seems strange to me, huh? 
okay, so Lawrence King was uh, running pedoph- uh, drug running, pedophilia, pornography, and satanic activity involving prom- prominent individuals in the local community and beyond. Uh, 80 children eventually came forward and identified many of those involved, including chief of police. Well, well we read all that. Uh, animal sacrifice. Okay, evidence came out that showed the children were abducted from shopping mall parking lots and auctioned off at Las Vegas, in Las Vegas and in Toronto. Airplanes owned by DEA were often used and transported to transport the children. Other children were, were removed from orphanages and foster homes, which was Boys Town, and taken to Washington, D.C. to take part in sex orgies with dignitaries and congressmen other high-ranking public offic- and other high-ranking public officials. A number of the child victims testified that George Bush Sr. was one of the people who was seen at these parties. Photographs were being surreptitiously taken at these orgies by the, ti- by the child traffickers for blackmailing purposes. There was also evidence of ties to MKUltra programs conducted at Ofoot Air Force Base near Omaha, Nebraska, where the head of Strategic, strategic Command is located. Minot is an area that has satanic cults operating in it that have been directly tied to the Son of Sam and Manson murders, among others. Uh, so real quick, before we go on, I want to show you guys this real fast. I want to show you guys this real fast. So here is an act. Here is a news report from when Presidio happened, right? You can't find a whole bunch. And if you go and search Presidio child abuse scandal now, all you find is shit trying to say how it's not true. Like, oh, it was the satanic panic. Christians right, were just right. Christians were just trying to frame Michael Aquino, the 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 impo- the innocent satanic faggot. They were just you trying to play frame him, huh? You play some of those things. Play some you know of what? what? Well, well I, I have saying that shit. I haven't. I'll I'll see if I can find some video yeah, here in a minute. Cool. But I've only seen articles. I haven't seen any video. I bet right, I can well, find some. Yeah, true. Probably uh, is only gonna be articles. So here is the original, one of the original articles right here from August 10th, 1987. A group of parents uh, contends that as many as 37 children may have been sexually abused at an army daycare center. Officials say at least two children have been infected with STDs. So I'm not going to go on and read the whole thing, but here it is. I'll share it in the chat. But just to show you guys that this was actually being talked about, and then it just got swept under the rug, right? There was a time when this shit was coming out. And it just got swept under the rug. Uh, here's a, here's some other ones. I've got some other actual news articles uh, for the Franklin scandal. So here's one. Uh, where is the actual? There it is. So boom, homosexual prostitution inquiry ensnares VP or VIPs with Reagan and Bush. Uh, call boys took a midnight tour of the White House. That's the Washington Times from 1989, right? Uh. So the only way you can find that is to go, uh, so it says here, the following archive paints a chilling portrait of what's really going on in the upper echelons of the ruling elite in America. The stories involve children orphanages in Nebraska being flown around the United States to top Republican officials in order to engage in child sex orgies orgies with America's ruling elite. Uh, So there is, here's another one. These news articles. Uh, I actually have, is it this one right here? Boom. Is it this one? Yeah. So here we go. There's all of the articles relating to it uh, and, and the surrounding things. So here's one. Uh, let's get this pulled up. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. There we go. Oh, that one's not pulling up. Here we go. 
Uh, well, shit, now they're not popping up. Earlier they were. Here we go. Here's one from 97 from uh, the Charleston Gazette. Talking about it, cowboy service, uh, cowboy service prospers using high finance and high tech. Uh, power brokers serve drugs and sex at parties, bugged for blackmail. Um, RNC calls a scandal a tragic situation. Uh, uh, so here it goes: Republican and conservative political leaders. Uh, react cautiously yesterday to a report by the Washington Times that key Reagan and Bush administration officials are ensnared in a federal probe of homosexual prostitution. This is from June of 1989. Um, here's another one from July of 19, uh, July 7th, 1989. White Hoist, White House mute on callboy probe. Uh, Spence was target for raid on ring. This is from July 10th, 1989. Uh, here we go. It was on that same weekend that Mr. Spence arranged a 1 a.m. tour of the White House, which one participant is said to have been a male or is said to have brought two male prostitutes. Uh, so there's a guy taking these fucking his his lady his his boy toys or whatever the fuck you want to call them on tours through the White House, probably fucking them in the Oval Office, uh, and just on and on and on, on and on and on. First Lady not worried about male hooker tour of the White House. Secret Service furloughs the third White House guard, just lays them off so they can so they can have sex parties. Uh, sex party held at uh, Aussie Embassy in Australia. Just over and over and over and over and over actual news reports of this shit happening. And no one ever says anything. No one ever does it. Just it, it gets reported on and it gets swept under the rug. And that's it. You never hear about it again. You never fucking hear about it again. Uh, so where are we at here? Um, in 1989, Michael Aquino was again questioned in connection with child abuse investigations. This time, at least five children in three cities were making accusations. The children had seen Aquino in the newspaper and television coverage in the Presidio case and immediately recognized him as their abuser. Uh, the children were from Ukiah, Santa Rosa, and Fort Bragg. Uh, in, 1990, in August of 1990, Aquino was processed out of the Army after being investigated for satanic ritual child abuse at the Presidio, although never formally charged. So that's what, there you have it right there. That's what happened. They never charged him. They just discharged him. And he probably got an honorable discharge. Well, yeah, because he'll take everyone down with him. Yep. And that's the way it he, always He, he probably goes. has a dead man folder or so, whatever it's called, you know? Yep. 100 fucking percent, man. 100 fucking percent. Uh, so here we go. Um, uh, in 1992, uh, and it says here, this is this in the notes. It even says here, this is the site I got this from. I even captured this in my notes. It says this isn't technically uh, able to be tied directly to Aquino. Uh, however, after being accused of molestation as a child by their daughter, Peter and Pamela Freed established the false memory syndrome. Uh, the original board of members included doctors who were directly involved in, in mind control programs, such as expert hypnotist Martin Orne and Dr. Lewis Jolly West. Jolly and West. They called him Jolly West. Jolly West. 
You guys need to look into this motherfucker. If you don't know who Jolly West is, he is a very, very, very important person for you to learn about. Jolly West uh, worked directly with uh, Dr. Chester Pierce, which was the guy who, uh, the, the radical Black Panther, who wrote the what they called the hidden curriculum for Sesame Street. Right, Everything that you ever saw on Sesame Street was run through and filtered by a, a radical Black Panther by the name of Chester Pierce. Um, he was good friends with Jolly West. He was heavily involved in uh, psychological operations. Um, Jolly West also, like we just talked about earlier, was in charge of a clinic in Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco in which he would do LSD testing on people as they came into the clinic. He also ran a research facility disguised as an apartment that the Manson family lived at. He would allow vagabonds and hipsters and, and, and bohemian types to live in this apartment for free, do whatever they wanted. They just had to agree to let people like watch them and study them and like write shit about them. So they would have people in there literally I've heard of that shit. Yeah, dude, I covered it uh, fucking uh, about a year ago. We talked about this when we talked about Charles Manson. Uh, the Manson family was directly involved with Jolly and West. They were a part of his LSD studies. They lived in his apartment. They went to his clinic, all that shit. So Jolly West is a huge, huge, huge piece of this puzzle when it comes to uh, psychological operations and LSD studies and things like that. Uh, and he was also a part of the founding board of the False Memory, uh, what is this called? Let me make a uh, False Memory Syndrome Foundation, which once again was started by two pedophile Jews, Peter and Pamela Freyd, after their daughter came forward that they had been molesting her. So when their daughter came out and said, oh, my parents have been molesting her, they're like, oh, no, she's crazy. She has false memories. See, we're going to start this foundation to prove it. Right. And then they bring on this fucking uh, known uh, psychological uh, operations expert, Jolly West. A known hypnotist in Martin Orne, and they start this foundation called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation to basically gaslight these people and discredit them. Very similar to what you see them doing with shit like Pizzagate, right? There's actual pedophile rings that are actually taking kids and actually abusing them and actually murdering children. But they convolute it with stories of like hidden tunnels under pizza parlors and shit like that. And the truth of it is, James Alafontis is a fucking pedophile. He does torture fucking kids. Have you ever seen the fucking videos of what they used to do in that Comet Ping Pong after hours, uh, White Tuber? Have you ever seen the blonde ape shit? I've never seen that, man. Uh, have you, you ain't seen it either? Uh, nah, dude. I, I have trouble looking into this shit, man. I do. So this is this is an example of one of the parties that would happen at Comic Ping Pong. This is the owner, James Oliphantus, in drag as like the blonde ape or the wandering ape or some shit like that. Oh, I love your coat. That's very pretty. Oh, yeah, kitty. That's my baby. Oh, this is like a warm kitty. It's sadly like my kitty that long died. Can I just rub my face on it just a little? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's hard to leave love. But everything good passes. Thank you for allowing me to touch your coat. Shh. Just as you. We're going to have a special gathering. 
Oh, and we have video. There's a lion. Welcome. Welcome, friendly people, to Comet Pizza and Ping Pong. It's a wonderful day, the special day in January. It is the day of the birth of our Lord. <laughs> Sasha, Lord. Sasha, you're here. By the way, uh... If I remember correctly, James Alafontis uh, had direct appeals to the satanic deity Pan on his Instagram. I, I have a link to his Instagram somewhere. We're going to grab it and go through it here. If people don't understand what Pan is or don't know what Pan is, Pan is a, uh, I don't know the actual uh, technical religion that it came from, but it's a satanic deity that is the, a child molesting deity, right? It like feeds on children and shit. Um, it is also the deity that L. Ron Hubbard, and Jack Parsons would do rituals to in uh, at Groom Lake in the desert when they were doing their rocket experiments. Um, L. Ron Hubbard would read off these uh, chants to the god Pan off of these tablets, literally as Jack Parsons masturbated and fired off rockets. No bullshit. They fucking admit to it. This isn't like some made-up shit. They admit to it. They talked about it. This was in their like own writings. Fucking weirdos, bro. And we've all come together to celebrate the birth of our Lord. It wasn't Dionysus. Christmas. Thank you, no, it's Dionysus. today. If you are like me, you love Sasha. Or if you don't, you want perks from her. <laughs> Things like free pizza or booze. Or chapstick. Do you have chapstick? I've never asked. You've given me yoga shirts. And that's great. And then I return them soaking wet. And just leave them on the floor like a real bitch. I'm sorry. I never said sorry about that. This is ad lib. I'm sorry again. I had a plan, but I just remember the horrible things I've done. Well, have any of you enjoyed this special pizza here tonight called the Hottie? Or do you, are you familiar with the Hottie if you didn't eat it? If you know the Hottie, you don't have to do anything grandiose. Just give me a little thumbs up if you know this Hottie. Just raise your hand a little. Okay, okay. And if you haven't had it, you should try it. It's delicious. Yeah, anyway, it goes on and on and on. I think somewhere in there he says something about enjoying the little ones or some shit like that. But uh, just to kind of drive the nail home on how disgusting of a fucking demon this motherfucker is, let me find this. I actually do have his... Uh, I've got his fucking Instagram right here. So this is the shit he was posting on his Instagram uh, before all the, the, the pedal shit come out, right? Before all the pedo shit come out, this is the shit he used to post on his fucking Instagram. This little baby, it says, uh, nothing will ever be the same. Uh, I have a picture of me with pizza as a baby. It's always been in my blood. Oh my God, stop it. Cute. Yes. Uh, you know, just all of these weird fucking pictures, right? What does this say right here? Fuck man, God, who is law... It is that he who learns must suffer 
And even in our sleep, pain that cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart and in our despite against our will comes the wisdom to us by the awful. Sounds like that sounds like some Sabbatean Frankism shit, right? Wisdom comes through us through does. by the awful, right? Uh here's another one with him with these fucking kids. It says, uh makes me want to go to temple. Um there are other ones with uh like kids taped to Look, here's a little baby coffin, a little small coffin. A kid, uh that's quite an expressive face, so cute, just saying. That child right there in the child's sorry john you can see child, signs of abuse in the child's face the bags under their eyes and stuff it's not good look yeah man uh distress you see distress in their eyes and, and mind you this is a homosexual he has no business taking pictures of kids like this these aren't his fucking kids here's a picture of him all drenched in blood you can't really see it i don't know why it's been uh it's been like edited out or whatever here's him in this weird fucking mask Oh, what the fuck? Oh, there you go. There's the picture. Right there. There is old fucking James Alephantis right there, all drenched in fucking blood. Sick fuck. It says sex. Oh, shit. Where'd that go? Bring that back up here. There's another one I wanted to show real quick. You guys have seen pictures of Milo also and Laura, Laura, Laura Loomer all covered in blood. So. Well, and also uh, Milo and Laura Loomer, Jews converting to Christianity. Just yep. like their fucking predecessors, the Frankist, converting to Christianity to subvert the church, to bring it further into the depths of depravity, to bring it further away from the true God, Jesus Christ. That's why they're converting. They have no, they have no interest in becoming Christian. They want to subvert yep. the church. They want to bring Christians further away from God. That's the, the only church. reason they, they try to you know, pretend to convert. It's the same tactics. Uh, where's the other one? There's another one with, like, a kid, like, taped down. Here's a fucking coming, jacking off with pizza. Um, bunch of Hillary shit. Like Robert fucking De Niro. I know there was one where he had, like, this kid, like, taped to the Yeah, fucking... I remember that. I've seen these before. I know what you're talking about. Maria Abramovich, that's a fucking evil bitch right there, too. Yep. Oh, is that Lolita? I, I don't know what that is, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie about... Stanley uh, Kubrick. Yeah, it's a movie about a relationship with an older man, a child. Jesus. Made by a Jew, obviously. Yeah, here's look at this one with this little fucking kid all in this dark room looking scared. These weird fucking masks. Damn, that's just a straight fucking porn that's picture. That's horrible, right there. buddy. Like, honestly, like, wow. Fucking sick fuck. Yeah, this is all straight from this motherfucker's Instagram. All straight from there it is. There's the one with the kid taped down. Yeah. Look, here's one with him and a fucking dog doing bestiality. 
Right? Just a fucking sick motherfucker. So if you think for a second this fucking piece of shit wasn't molesting kids, you're fucking out of your mind. What where they got what what they did is they went in there and they and they convoluted it with all this weird shit about tunnels and secret passageways and all this weird convoluted bullshit to try to make you sound crazy when you talk about the real problem going on in this country with the with the rampant abuse of children. The rampant abuse of children in this fucking country. I mean, this just really reinforces the reality that this is a good versus evil struggle. 100%. 100%. We are on the side of good. We are battling legitimate evil. Uh, like, what is the quote? Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, for we battle not against flesh, flesh and blood, but against principalities and evils, right? We battle against a spiritual enemy. Like, 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 this is where, like, the idea of evil being evil comes from, right? It's like the thing about these Jews is, like, Jesus comes around and talks about sin and sin and sin. And they took the opposite route, right? Of just sin is good. Upside yeah. down. Not only is sin good, brother, but it brings you closer to God. Right. 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 That's the craziest thing, right? They, and the thing they, is, only one of us can be here. There's not room for, for, for both of these. Right, yeah, that's what that's exactly, brother. That's it right there. There's no room for debate. There's no middle ground to be had. There's no uh, uh, agreement to be made. This is a, a fight, right? Uh, like a uh, Bo, Bo Jack made a great fucking uh, statement one time in one of his videos, and he says, "Since when has victory ever been fucking decided around a table with a conversation? Real men go to war." To hash out their it, their differences, right? And when it comes to things like this, there there can be, there can be no. What's the compromise? Where's the middle ground with these fucking demons? Where the fuck they, is the middle ground with people who torture children? But they want it all, and they're not gonna fucking stop until they get it all, and everyone else is fucking gone. Yeah, there's only there's only one way to deal with this kind of evil, man. There's only one fucking way to deal with this kind of evil. That's fucking it. Let me uh, say thank you to uh, Black Pilled Heathen. Thank you very much. He says, people are so blind to the info and the truth that is, for, that is public for them to see. That is, that's the fucked up part. They want to stay in their matrix. Yeah, brother. Uh, a wise man once said, uh, and those who know what I'm talking about, those who know will know. But a wise man once said, the reason people keep their buried in the, keep their heads buried in the sand and refuse to see the truth is because they know that that means... One thing, if they see the truth and they acknowledge it, they either, or I'm saying one of two things, you either fucking do something about it or you don't. Right? That's it. The reason people refuse to acknowledge this shit is real because then they are faced with the fucking ultimatum of you either do something about it or you fucking don't. So they would rather just pretend that it's not real and turn their eyes away from it. For the, so they're never burdened with the weight of knowing this is real and they're not doing a fucking thing about it. Right, it's cowardice, brother. Right, and those people, to be honest, are useless from the get-go. If a motherfucker yep. doesn't want to get out of the matrix, what good are they going to be when shit hits the fan? Yeah, you know, what no, I mean? they're not going to make it. They're going to be the right. first to fucking. Right. And, and I'm not even saying this like that. We're going to be the ones. Saying, they're going to die on their own, right? They're just not going to make it. They're, they're not going to survive. Yeah, uh, carbon fibers. Thank you very much, brother. He says sounds like a black <laughs> black male portfolio to use for later. Yeah, that's a big part of all this shit too, right? Uh, as they engage in all of these things for their own pleasure and sadistic and satanic uh, uh, endeavors, 
they also record it to use for their own advantage and leverage for sure. Uh, yeah, like the Aquino. What does he have on on who? Right? What does he have and on who? What what allows him to get away with this shit? The most, right? the most, the, the most demonic and depraved of things on the most powerful people you can imagine. Right. One hundred percent. Uh, return to Chimp. Thank you very much. He says, fantastic show, John. Keep this kind of material going in the future. Yeah, I'm going to, brother. Like I said, this is the way we used to do it, and uh, I've kind of slinked away from it, but uh, we're going to get back on it. Uh, Tipsy McStagger, thank you very much, brother. He says, thanks for the OG type of show. These are the best kind. Massive effort put in to show like this together. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. And uh, Jack Handy, we got that, but thank you very much again. Uh, and Vile Delinquent, holy shit, I just hopped on during my break and saw this. What's even more fucked up is that if I speak my real feelings about this, I would be the one getting fucking thrown in prison. Yeah. That's yeah, it right too. there. Right, right. That's me it too, right, right there, man. That proves the point. Mm-hmm. That in some places, like where Brother Akila is and obviously where Mr. Delinquent is, uh, you can't even talk about this because they'll fucking arrest you. Uh, yeah. Return to Chimp, of course it helps. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. And we're in a pickle, folks, because these people make the rules. And, um, you know, so when you if you get just like if you have uh, guns and you're red flagged by 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 the government police, if you have kids, you know, and you get some sort of red flag, right, some sort of reason for the child protective services to get involved. Right. These are the people that are that are going to make decisions about where your kids end up. And, you know, any parent who's like dealt with that kind of stuff, it. it like you realize that the top down like control that they have and there's very little to nothing you could do. And it's one of the reasons we need to recognize the urgency of the situation and very urgent. CPS will feed your kids to fucking pedophiles. 100%. Hey, back to back. Back to back, bro. Don't give your fucking kids to someone that'll rape them. They'll take the kids away from them and give them right back to some other pedophiles. Back to fucking back, and they don't give a fuck. They don't give a motherfuck about it. Uh, less than you know, a fuck. Less than a fuck. And, and, and if they don't, think about this. Think about the, remember the three identical strangers we watched? Where the Jews were separating twins at birth and, and fucking mentally torturing them and studying them like science experiments? That's the best possible outcome. Mm-hmm. That's the best fucking possible outcome, that you become a science experiment rather than get fucking raped your entire childhood. These fucking kikes. Thank you very much, Night Nation. He says, yeah, do more of these, Johnny. I, I am, for sure. I've actually got a couple in, in, the, in the chamber. Hell yeah. Great show tonight. And we got Night Nation coming on afterwards. Press one if this is the best content block. Got to give him a one for the best content block. We got him, got him covered here tonight, Johnny. Hands down, bro. Hands down. From your show through Night Nation show is hands down the best content block in the dissonant sphere right now. I'm sorry, not to be that guy, but I don't know. I just think our, I think our, our chats, our our, our our community that we built here is more solid and positive. I just think we got a better thing going than any really anybody else right now. To be it's honest, beautiful. Place, place to be, man. I really do. Uh, let's see where we're at here. I had a couple more things here. We did Vicky Paulin. Okay, yeah. Uh, so this right here, uh, we don't have to go over all this, but this is a, a one I found. This is an article I found. And this just kind of, I just thought it was pretty fucking interesting. So this is from uh, The Last American Vagabond. I'd never heard of this. It's actually just been posted uh, September 18th. So this is actually fairly new. Uh, but it says, this is called The Six Case Studies 
that point out a massive pedophilia ring at the highest levels of power. Let me pull this up on a bigger screen for you guys. I think I heard of his site. Might be our guys. I know they're 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 right around us, huh? They ain't far away if they're talking about this. Uh, so let's just run through them real quick. Uh, six case studies. <clears throat> I think we talked about most of them here tonight. The Dutro affair. That's the uh, I posted that beyond Dutro. That's a huge information dump on the Dutro affair. It's fucking disgusting, and it goes all the way up to the highest levels of the government. Uh, so just a real quick uh, like inf- inf- information tidbit about the Dutro affair. Uh, Mark Dutro had come up a couple times for uh, rape and uh, theft rings and things like that. And there was a search warrant that had come before a judge. Uh, come from the, the local police in Belgium, right? Whatever area of Belgium he was from. I can't remember the exact province or whatever state or whatever. <coughs> uh, but it was just the local police. Uh, then this agency called the Gendarmerie stepped in and went to that judge when they heard about the search warrant and said, hey, we've been investigating this guy for a car theft ring. Let us serve that warrant. So one, so the gendarmerie was given the warrant. One gendarmerie agent and a locksmith went to Mark Dutro's house to, to serve the search warrant. As they were going through the house, they searched the whole house, and the locksmith saw some things. This, this is testimony from the locksmith. It's also in that uh, link that I shared. Uh, the locksmith said he saw some things that were out of place, but he didn't think much of it until they went into the, the basement. In the basement, he said he saw a bookshelf that was sitting out from the wall in a suspicious way, and there was, uh, like, odd tools. There were, like, uh, I forget exactly what they call They give the proper names, but those things that uh, gynecologists stick into women to, to open Four them up. Shots. Right, it, there, but there's yeah. a different... There were those. There was uh, lubrication... Uh, handcuffs, all of this weird shit right down there. And as they went to leave the fucking basement, they hear a, a woman or a child scream. And the gendarmerie agent keeps leaving, and the locksmith goes, Hey, did you hear that? Are we not going to go check and see what that was, bro? The gendarmerie agent turns and looks at the locksmith and says, Hey, I'm the law, office. I'm the law enforcement agent here, and I said we're leaving. They left. There were fucking like three ch- three little girls chained up in his fucking basement. When they finally arrested Mark Dutro, they went down there. They moved that bookshelf out of the way. He had a fucking false wall with cages that he had children chained up in. And that fucking gendarmerie agent knew it and let it happen. They went all the way up to fucking judges and fucking uh, ambassadors to other countries and all of that shit in the Dutro affair. You know, you got kids out here suffering, getting tortured, and we're worried about ourselves and our own comfort, and we're worried about our own safety and our own mm-hmm. outcomes. And these children don't have a choice. You know? Yeah, they're helpless. They're right. fucking helpless, man. Yeah, yeah. And guys want to get sit out here and cry because it's hard right. for them to get laid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, parallel occurrences. This is in Latvia. Three top officials, including the prime minister, were named in connection with the pedophilia ring in which 2,000 children in the country were abused. An online ring known as Wonderland was busted and yielded 750,000 images of children. Lincoln, uh, the Lincoln, Nebraska scandal. That's Boys Town. We covered that. Uh, Presidio abuse, we covered that. That's the Aquino thing. Um, False Memory Syndrome Foundation, we covered that. Uh, The McMartin Preschool abuse. 
so located in California, was the center of a massive child prostitution and pornography ring and appeared to be the center of an equally massive cover-up. Concerns began in August of 1983 when a mother told police that her two-year-old son had been sexually abused. By 1984, 360 children had come forward claiming abuse. A significant number showed signs of physical abuse. These kids also described satanic rituals where they were forced to participate in, such as eating feces and necrophilia. Funny enough, the same shit that they said about Aquino and Presidio. Right? So what, are these kids talking to each other and cooking up these fucking stories? Or is this shit really happening? Or are these these children communicating across state lines before the fucking internet and making up this story? Get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, and then there's the finders. Shit, we didn't even get to the finders. We are going to get to the finders. There's the finders cult, which is super fucking disturbing. Uh, they found the find the way that they, they busted the finders with these creepy motherfuckers had all these kids that they had kidnapped and the kids were all like dirty and malnourished and these creepy motherfuckers took them to a park. They're all sitting there dressed well in like suits and shit as these grody, grimy, starving children are playing in the park and people called the police on them. Like, hey, there are two weird motherfuckers sitting in the park with some obviously kidnapped children. And that's how they busted the Finders cult. Uh, I've got a thing to them right here. Uh, Where's the Finders? Where's the Finders? Here we go. Here's the Finders. This actually has some uh, police reports in it, too. So, um... Uh, On February 7th, 1987, Washington Post ran an interesting story that didn't seem to have particularly nas- any particular national significance. The article consain- concerned a case of possible kidnapping and child abuse material discovered in the Washington area that they say points to a 1960s-style commune called the Finders, described in court documents as a cult that conducted brainwashing and used children in rituals. D.C. police, who searched the Northwest Washington warehouse linked to the group, removed large plastic bags filled with colored slides, photographs, and photographic contact sheets some showed naked children involved in what appeared to be cult rituals bloodletting ceremonies and one of animals and one photographer i'm sorry bloodletting ceremonies of animals and one photograph of a child in chains customs officials said their links to the dc area led authorities to a far-reaching investigation that includes the finders a group of 40 people that court documents are alleged are led by a man named Marion Petty and their various homes, including the duplexes, apartments in Glover Park and Northwest Washington Warehouse and a 90-acre farm in Madison County, Virginia. Uh, so it was in the U.S. news and world that ultimately provided the follow-up to the finder story. Nothing there, a certain customs service memorandum that was written... Let me see if I can find it. Okay, here we go. Uh, Special Agent United States Customs Service described two adult white males and six minor children ages 7 to 2. The adult males were Michael Houlihan and Douglas Ammerman, uh, both of Washington, D.C., both arrested the previous day on charges of child abuse. The children were covered with insect bites, were very dirty, and most of them were not wearing underpants. All of the children had not been bathed in days. The men were somewhat evasive under the questioning and stated that they owned, that they were the children's teachers and were en route to establish a school for brilliant children in Mexico. 
The children were unaware of the functions of telephones, televisions, and toilets, and stated that they were allowed to live indoors and were given food as a reward. I'm sorry, were not allowed to live indoors and were given food as a reward. Uh, Detective Bradley initiated the investigation uh, on the two addresses provided by Tallahassee Police Department. An informant had given them information regarding the cult known as the Finders, operating various businesses and warehouses. Uh, information describing blood rituals, cursory examinations revealed. Uh, I'm trying to get into where it says that they were connected to the FBI. I'll find it here in a minute. Uh, there were pictures of the murder of new children, adult finders, as well as as well as evidence of high-tech money transfers. There was a file called Pentagon Break-In and references to Moscow, Hong Kong, China, Malaysia, North Vietnam, North Korea, Africa, London, Germany, Europe, and the Bahamas. There was also a file labeled Palestinian. Uh, one such telex specifically ordered the purchase of two children in Hong Kong to be arranged a through a contact in the Chinese, Chinese embassy. Other documents identified interest in high-tech transfers to the United Kingdom, numerous properties under the control of the finders, a keen interest in terrorism, explosives, and the invasion of law enforcement. There were also a set of instructions that appeared to broadcast via computer and advisory to the participants to keep children moving through different jurisdictions and instructions on how to avoid police detection. A photo album contained a series of photos of adults and children dressed in white sheets participating in a blood ritual. The ritual centered around the execution of at least two goats. The photo portrayed the execution, disembowelment, skinning, and dismemberment of the goats at the hands of the children, including the removal, the removal, the removal, excuse me, of the testicles of a male goat, the discovery of a female goat's womb, and the baby goats inside the womb and the presentation of the goat's head to one of the children. There was also a large amount of data collected on various child care organizations, just like the ones that the U.S. military were running to abuse these fucking children. Remind, remember, this is all around the same fucking time. This is all between 1985 and 1989. All of this shit. And it's all the same shit from all different parts of the country. Uh... Now, all started with that Sabatai Levy guy, right? Yep, and it the, all in, comes in, from Sabatai Levy and Sabatian Frankism. Exactly, yep. bro. 100 fucking percent. Okay, so here it is. Below is an archive of existing records involving this chilling story of involving this chilling story and any CIA involvement in child ritual sexual abuse. Uh, so this is a... I don't know what document this is, so this is... Uh, U.S. Customs Service documents. It doesn't really say much other than that. So, I am presenting the U.S. Customs Customs Service document and news article for the purpose of discussion of satanic ritual abuse of children that an organized computer literate terrorist group, the Finders, was found in participation of the satanic ritual abuse of children and that with the coming of Millennium Prophecy, more groups may form with Satanism used for the empowerment of their agenda. That the Finders were found to be a group involved with competitor intelligence for a variety of mostly foreign clients. And were headquartered in Washington, D.C., close to governmental facilities, 
raising the legitimate question of connections between the satanic ritualistic abuse of children and government agencies. The evidence was found for international connections in London, Germany, the Bahamas, Japan, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Africa, Costa Rica, and Europe. There was also a file identified as Palestine. That's the one we talked about earlier. Customs report raises a legitimate question of international connections for satanic ritual abuse of children. In a recent letter to Congressman Tauscher, I wrote, In the latter regard, I think the populations at risk of, of targeting by satanic cults may be younger teens and preteens who are internet proficient and in, listen to that, the same way they get them now, hunting them from the internet. <clears throat> uh, in an article on the internet pedophiles, pedophiles are using digital cameras to televise live interactive molestations in cyberspace. Cops go undercover online to nab internet pedophiles. Oh, I'm sorry, that was just uh, from an article. Never mind. That's the quote from the article. It was on further curiosity to me that the internet child molestation cases later in the article did not mention the possible link to satanic cults opening up the question whether or not satanic cults recruit children off the internet for satanic rituals. Uh... So that's from the United States Custom Department. Here's one from the Treasury, Department of the Treasury of the United States Customs Services. Uh, talking more about it. And this shit just goes on and on and on and on and on. We could read this for the rest of the fucking night. But, I mean, yeah, I'll uh, post this link here in the chat as well for everybody. So, yeah, that's the finders. Literally working for fucking uh, the CIA and FBI to kidnap kids and send them down to Mexico for torture and shit. It's fucking brutal, man. It's fucking brutal that this shit happens and nobody wants to fucking acknowledge it. Nobody wants to acknowledge it. Everybody just wants to to wave it on and, oh, yeah, it's, that's kookery shit, right? Uh, tunnels under the pizza parlor, right? No. No, at the highest levels, they're going in and they're taking children, underprivileged children. Uh, why do you think the fucking... I, I am... Thoroughly convinced that that's a huge part of the why they flood this fucking country with migrants, right? To to, to fucking take sex slaves and fucking child trafficking and shit like that. There's got to be an element of that uh, behind the the immigration thing. There absolutely has to. But yeah, at the, at the highest levels, these people are taking kids from foster homes uh, and, and just outright buying children from their parents. And yeah, if you no, don't think that's happening, you're fucking. I don't know what to tell you. These international NGOs and stuff, uh, there's evidence all over the place that's yeah, tied Haiti. into, yeah, Haiti, uh, Africa, and the UN, through like people like Hillary Clinton, and all like all the institutions are compromised, and their agenda is to molest kids, like ultimately, right? Yeah. So, if people don't think that's urgent and that doesn't need to be addressed, well, they need to give the fucking head a shake, and. Fed post, fed post, fed post, fed post. Like, I, I'm, and I'll put I, this. I don't I'll, too much. 100%. I'll put this show up immediately, guys. I'll also. Uh, I will post all the articles in the comments to the show when I upload it. That way, you guys will always have these articles. And anytime you want to show somebody this show, all the reference material will be right there for them. And they can read it for them fucking selves. But this shit has to get out there, man, because a lot of people don't know. The direct line that's there, right? They just think it's these sporadic things that happen, and oh yeah, there are evil right. people that do shitty things. Like no, this is a network that has been operating for longer than you could fucking imagine. 
It's a, yeah, it's a evil, connected and real, network. and unified, and organized, and it's like balls. You know, it does like it. it there were people running rings, running like sophisticated networks. They have permission, obviously, from the levels of government. They've compromised people, but I mean, again, the level of sophistication is crazy. Right? How is this happening under our neighbors as a society? So people need to wake up. Yeah, and also and these people are. Are Jews, not yes. Democrats. Straight up to rest executive I'll say it's also very important to never let anybody uh sway you away from the truth, right? Because like I said earlier, there may be a few white folks that got themselves caught up in this Jewish mind virus, but this is a Jewish program, right? This is a Jewish uh uh activity, right? This is comes from the mind of Jews, right? And we showed you that from Sabbatai Zevi to Jacob Frank. Then it skips to, to, to Alistair Crowley. Then it goes right back into the hands of a Jew and Anton LaVey. Like, only a Jew could come up with this. Only a Jew could come up with something this evil. It, it's a level of depravity that, you know, no no healthy mind could could go there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't go there, right? These people are poisoned, like, through their genetics. Right? It's a, a poisoned bloodline. That's it. Well, man, guys, we're going to get on out of here, man, and get uh, get out of the way of Night Nation, man, so we can keep this block rolling. Thank you guys both very much for hanging out with me through this, man. Uh, John, I really listen. enjoyed this show. That was oh, yeah, amazing. I'm glad I got to hear it. Incredible work. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Night Nation, thank you very much for the, the dono there. Guys, definitely go. Let me pin this. Definitely go check out Night Nation after this uh, to round out the night, man. Yeah, guys. Uh, Mr. White, do we got anything you want to say on the way out of here? Nah, thank you, Johnny, for putting all that together for us. Um, uh, good work. We have a great, great thing going here, and I look forward to, uh, you know, what else we got next here. I'll be on tomorrow at 6 p.m. EST. Hell yeah. I might try to come hang out with you for a little bit tomorrow if I ain't got yeah, too much going on. Oh, shit. No, I won't. I forgot. Tomorrow I'm going to a concert with some pool party guys from out of state. I forgot. We got some guys coming in from out of state, and I'm going to a, a concert with them. Fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited for that. I just fucking forgot about that. I need to get my shit together. Uh, <laughs> it's all far away and shit. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brother Akila, you got something you want to say on the way out of here? I'm good, man. I'm blown away with uh, work tonight. It's amazing. I'm, I'm going to spare everybody tonight and just give it right back to you, buddy. I can't believe you how well you just did that. Amazing job. Thank you, brother. Uh, do you want to talk about the Thursday or you want to keep that? Oh, yeah, um, you guys can come listen Thursday. We're going to talk a little bit about our friend Charlie. Um, yeah. Our good buddy Charlie's kind of gone into power there, and that kind of ties into a little bit of the big posting I've had to do for the few months, this and that. So uh, we're going to get into that a little bit since uh, in the open of that kind of things on Saturday. So, so, yeah, that should be Thursday, okay? Yeah, Thursday, guys, come check it out. It's going to be a, a pretty important show in its own right, man, because a good friend of ours has been uh, slandered and lied about, and we're going to set the record straight because he's a solid yeah, dude. Free and, he Charlie. It. and he deserves it. Yeah, free big potatoes, man. Free big potatoes. Guys, thank you all very, very much. Oh, MGC says, why do you think these evil bastards get away with it? A lot of evil shit they do in this world is because they've been this type of shit since two, for 2,000 years. Yep, 100%. You know, but... uh. Once again, I go back to my conversations with Jack. Poor Jack and I, I was actually on his channel one time, and we were watching them tearing down a statue. I think they were tearing down the statue of Roosevelt, I think. 
I can't remember exactly what statue they were turn, turning down. He asked me a rhetorical question. You know, he says, John, why do they do this? Like, why are they doing this to your country? And I'm like, it's real simple, Jack. They do this shit because we fucking let them. That's why these evil motherfuckers get away with the shit. Because good men let them. And we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Uh, thank you all very, very much for being here, man. I really appreciate all the love tonight, man. All the donations. The guys, that helps more than you know. I really do appreciate it. But also, man, thank you guys for hanging out, man. I really appreciate y'all being here, sharing your time with me. And, uh, yeah, share the links around, man. You guys have a great night. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. One people, one struggle. Have a good night, family. 14. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Keep your eyes.